Hello everyone, I'm the Red Melon, and welcome to the first episode of The Melon Speaks. Today I am joined by Samuel from the Yellow Polar Bear. Hello. Okay, so um, my body is ready. The main focus. Okay, <laughs> the, uh, so the fo- the focus of um, today's video, video crap podcast. Sorry, will be to um, discuss the Nintendo Switch. Um, what do you call it? Uh, announcement thing. Nintendo Switch presentation <laughs> but, uh, 2017. Yeah, mm-hmm, the presentation. So, um, would you like to start us off by saying anything at all? No. Uh, yeah. So. What we what we saw at the beginning of the presentation was Tasumi Kimishima, I think that's his name, which is a CEO, not CEO, but president of Nintendo, and he talked about the uh, the price of the system, and he talked about when it, the release date, um, and he talked about region locking and um, online services. So the console was uh, $29,980 Japan yen and $299.99 in the US. It was going to be released on March 3rd in the US, Europe and other territories. And they said that shortly after the um, Switch launch you will be able to try out their online services for free and play online for free. But then after that short period of time then um, their online services will be paid, kind of like what um, Microsoft and Sony are doing, so now um, Nintendo is back at it. Um, and the 3DS and Wii U, and stuff like that, did, and the Wii and the DS um, let you play online for free, which sucked. Um, I saw many fans disappointed in channel that live stream. And they also said that they decided to put no region locking on the console, so you were able to play games from any country, any place in the world, on the same system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I'm surprised about is that they actually have no region locking on the Nintendo Switch. Because usually uh, on, on Nintendo consoles, usually they region lock it because uh, they... Because like, oh how dare you buy a game from Jap- from Japan? Or if you're in Japan, like, oh how dare you buy a game from from Americans? <laughs> yeah, they but, say no. they say they region lock their consoles due to like cultures and stuff. Cultures. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the new president of a uh, Nintendo found out how how a load of crap that is. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's changing uh. the switch. Which honestly, I'm I'm glad they finally made it made the switch to have no region locking. Okay, okay. So um, now that we've discussed that, I would like to talk about the joy thingy. What's it called? Joy cons. Joy con. The joy con. Yeah. Um, I, the first thing I wanted to say about the joy cons is that screenshot video feature. That's really nice. I I really like the look of the neon joy cons. They come in the grey joy cons and they come in the neon red and neon blue ones and um i thought the neon ones were actually pretty cool i didn't think they'd have different color variations and i saw a picture online of someone that like photoshopped the switch to make it to make it look like a super famicom and stuff and there were rumors that there were going to be color variations and stuff like that uh, um <laughs> In 
And uh, from the games that were announced, uh, do you have a list of all the games that were announced in the presentation? Uh, no, but I can think of pretty much all of them at the top of my head. There is, um... Okay, so there... Okay, okay, let's just go by... Hold on, let me, um... Well, let's go to YouTube's... Let's go to Nintendo.com for slash, um... YouTube.com for slash Nintendo. And, um, they'll have a bunch of games on there. So, we have The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, of course. We have 1-2-Switch. Fire Emblem Warriors. Super Bomber R. Super Mario Odyssey. Bummy Arms. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Splatoon 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Sonic Mania, and Puyo Puyo Tetris. And we also said, um, heard that there was going to be um, Skyrim on there, I think it's Elder Scrolls 5, and we will be seeing a FIFA game on the Switch somewhere in its lifespan. But but I, I me and uh, uh, Samuel whatever you want to be called TYP whatever we I I I'm sorry but we just personally don't really care for um FIFA. That yeah, much. we don't care about FIFA. So we're not really going to be discussing much further on that. But yeah, all we know is that there's going to be a FIFA game and Elder Scrolls Five, and there were currently 80 titles in development for the Switch, so the Switch might have a good first year. first game I wanted to talk about was that um, Sonic Mania game. Yeah, that looks really cool. I like that. Yeah, they're like, say, it's, uh, I'm glad that um, Sega's taken, they're, they're going back into the 2D era of Sonic, because that was the best part of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, honestly. Yeah. When they moved to 3D, things got a bit iffy. Yeah. The, 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 after Sonic Colors, <laughs> Sonic after Sonic Colors <laughs> is when um, the Sonic franchise started screwing up. But then Sega realized what they had done. They know they screwed up. So they're like, hey, let's make a remastered version of some of our old Sonics and everyone's gonna love it. And it's for the PS4, the Xbox One, PC and Nintendo Switch. So it's on multi-platforms. Oh, oh, they have it on PC? Cool, that, that, that means I'll probably get it then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's talk about the parental controls. The parental controls, I know this is not a thing that's too exciting to talk about, but the parental controls are a lot better on the uh, Switch. They're a lot more smarter, and they're a lot better for parents who are worried about what, what their kids are doing on their consoles. Um, you can restrict um, how long... Um, a child can play on the console for each day, so let's say uh, he can have he can stay up until like midday midnight on the switch on Friday or something, um, and it'll give him a notification saying when time's up, and if he's over the amount of time, it'll, it'll keep bugging him, and um, notifications will be sent to their parents' devices saying how long over they are on their. Um, software and if they're spending too much time on it the parents can have the choice to suspend the software when the time is up and every month you get a report of what your um what um games your children are playing the most and they and they say they implemented that so you so you can talk to your children easier or some something like that so, um yeah and play games with them. <clears throat> Honestly, um, it, these parental controls, that's, I feel like that's still saying that, 
oh, only kids play video games, so we should have this parental control thing. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really, I, I, I don't know, it's, it just sounds like something that we're trying to use is, oh, kid, kiddies are the ones to play the radio games, uh, let's have some parental controls. <coughs> yeah, but the thing I like about it is it's a lot better than their previous parental controls, like on the Wii U and Wii, because it's, it's basically better for parents because they know more about what their child are doing. To me, parental controls doesn't matter that much, and I don't really care about it. But I thought I just might mention the new features and how much more improved the parental controls are on the Switch. So yeah, let's move on to something else. Okay, um... Okay, let's talk about Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey, oh my gosh. That is a open world game. <laughs> that is such a big game. It's like... I'm not sure how much of a big fan I am of Mario going running about New York City and in the forest in the middle of nowhere, maybe some Uganda or something. I don't know what what I'm I'm not I don't I really don't get it, but if Nintendo wants to take Mario that way, then yeah. Also, that um, since game they announced so the Nintendo Mario game, ever since they announced. Uh, ever since uh, the Nintendo announced that Mario Odyssey game, people were like, "Oh my god, I don't want!" And also, when they announced the price was three hundred uh, USD, um, they were like, "Oh my god, I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for the next Mario game." <laughs> hmm. The thing is, uh, people are complaining that the Switch is so expensive, and three hundred dollars is too much. But, um, according well, well, let, let me show you this, uh, yeah. okay? Um, yeah, yeah. If you're watching the video edition on YouTube or Vidme, um, you'll see on your screen now that literally the Xbox One was 500 USD retail at launch, and the that PS4 so was expensive. 400. And, and the PS4 was $400 at launch. And, and people know, aren't complaining Nintendo's about that. Eventually Nintendo's going to lower the price down to something like $250. That's when you buy the console. When it gets to something like $250, that's when you buy in. Yeah, and the thing I hate is people weren't complaining about it, I think. I don't know. I don't think many people... I I, 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 I never heard uh, many much criticisms about it. Yeah, everyone's complained about the Switch. Like, what the heck? That makes no sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and then uh, I remember this like one comment we were we were um dwelling on earlier in our Discord here. Hold on, let me try and find it. Um, remember that guy was like, Nintendo, this thing will flop so hard. <laughs> I'll remember Omar Jordan was saying was planning on getting this for my 13 year old cousin. I'll just buy him a, buy him a PS4 instead. And then someone commented, "Sure you were." Mm. <laughs> I upvoted that comment, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, but after the Switch presentation, uh, Nintendo stock went down by five percent. And CNET said it looks like investors weren't too interested in the Switch, so their finance went down by 5% at the Switch presentation. I haven't looked at it at their stock today, but it might have improved. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna go take a look at Nintendo's stock. Um... <laughs> Let's hope their stocks aren't all Super Mario Run again, because when Super Mario Run got released, they lost like a total of 20% of them um, stock. Um, all because of modern reviews. Yeah, um, if you go to, um, their finance hasn't updated yet, it still shows what it's like from yesterday. 
but you can see there's quite a big drop um, ever since the presentation started let's see ever since their presentation started they lost a total of 4.75% of their finance so that's how much they lost I don't I don't know why investors weren't interested in the switch maybe it was unappealing because of the paid services or something like that mm. But, um, yeah, all we know is that Nintendo stock had a little bit of a tumble down on the road while the Switch presentation was happening. Um, I thought it would go up heaps, because so many people... Because, um, let's see, if we go to the Switch presentation, um, the Switch, um, trailer release date, and I look over here, it went up by a total of 120% when the reveal trailer got released for the Nintendo Switch. You can, you can, I'm not joking you, you can prove it for yourself. There was a little, there was a massive spike, um, when it happened. Uh, was that announced around July? Something like that? Yeah. What was it? July. Some, something like that. Um, but Nintendo stock went really high when they said something about the Switch. So, um, yeah, I thought it would go high, but it's going lower. Um, I thought some of the features, like 1-2-Switch, the HD Rumble feature would interest people. Um, Sonic Mania would interest people. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2. But, um, no. Apparently, um... Motion controls are really just getting so much of a gimmick. People are getting sick of, uh, motion controls in, uh, video games. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh! It's, it's just... So is it the motion controls that people aren't interested in? Is that... People, people aren't interested in motion controls, and uh, Nintendo adding that is kind of worrying me a bit. Mm. So we'll just have to see um, if in the future console will they add um, motion controls. Well, that is if the Switch does well. Honestly, if the Switch doesn't do well and it and it and it's complete crap like the Wii U, then honestly. Nintendo's gonna have no chance in, 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 the, in the console industry. It'll be like Sega all over again. No one will trust them anymore. No one will trust them. Yeah, even if they come out with with like the best console ever, like Sega did with the Dreamcast, but no one bought it because no one trusted Sega anymore. Yeah, the thing the thing I hate, um, the thing I'm kind of worried about is um, there have been rumors going around that the um, Nintendo Switch launch will be like the NS Classic launch and um what happened with the dreamcast is i think this is what happened with the dreamcast um which was sega's last console released in 2000 it's their latest console <laughs> sounds kind of weird saying their latest console is in the year 2000 it's the newest even though it's from the year 2000 newest and greatest games from uh, sega enterprises yep um but um it, I think it flopped because um, it was selling pretty well at launch, but then um, Nintendo, um, not Nintendo, Sega, um, didn't manufacture much. So then, um, and people kept complaining to Sega that um, the there wasn't enough Dreamcast, and then um, Sega kept manufacturing it. And by the time they finished manufacturing a lot of S Sega Dreamcasts. Um, no one talked about the Dreamcast again. Um, I think... Also, um, the PS2 pretty much obliterated it as well. Yeah, I think that's how it happened. But the thing is, the Wii did this strategy, and it, um, got over 100 million units and happened to be the fifth-selling 
fifth best-selling console, but yeah, I'm worried about the NES Classic and the Switch if Nintendo's gonna do the same strategy. So, um, yeah, it's that strategy succeeded with the Wii, it succeeded with the NES Classic, it didn't work with the Nintendo 64, they did that strategy with the Nintendo 64, and it only got 30 million units, and their competitor at the time, PlayStation, got 100 million units, so, um, the strategy doesn't always work, they failed on that strategy once, they succeeded on it two times, what happened with the Switch, are they gonna do it again? I think I heard a bit before the, uh, reveal trailer that, um, they were gonna have 2 million units at launch, I mean, they were gonna sell 2, they're gonna have 2 million Switches at launch, but, um, according to Review Tech USA, um, he's saying that there might be, like, 10 or 20 Switches at the most at each gaming store, but we're not completely sure about that. We didn't know if they would use this strategy on the NS Classic, so maybe it might not happen with the Switch, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, I, I do see I do see your point there. Um just this the Nintendo Switch, it just needs to do well. It it just it just needs to do well. It just needs to do well for Nintendo. If it doesn't Nintendo then Nintendo's gonna be like they're already sort of irrelevant in the console market. Sort of, sort of. But if if the Switch fails then they're gonna be, be completely out of the market. No more third parties are gonna ever trust them. Third-party developers gave the Wii U a chance at launch, but it failed and they only made like a few games at launch in, in 2012 and 2013 and that's it. They stopped making third-party games at like 2014 and then it was over for them. So if the Switch has four years like the Wii U did and it sells 10 million units like the Wii U did, then Nintendo will be officially dead in the console market and um, and they won't survive for much longer in the handheld market because um, handhelds, I don't know, just they might be taking over. Um, they might okay, be taking can I just say something mobile? about your point about handhelds might be taken over for a sec? Handheld devices are being taken over by things like cell phones, yeah. mobile phones, you know? And smart, smart devices. So, the thing is, uh, the Nintendo DS was released in 2004, there was like, what, freaking Nokia phones back then? And it was the second best-selling console. Everyone had one. It was the same with the Game Boy. It was the third best-selling console, I'm pretty sure. And that was in like, 18, 1989. Um, so, um, but, yeah, th the 3S launched in 2011. And that's when stuff like the iPhone started getting popular. Angry Birds came out and it was dominating the phone um, market. Then, then Samsung had a shot of it. And at the launch, the 3DS wasn't succeeding. And it hit Nintendo really hard that Satoru Iwata and many employees had to half their paycheck. Um, and they were failing so bad that they had to like half the price of the 3DS and then it sold a bit better. It had 60 million units. It sold pretty well, but not as much as the DS did. So it sold a bit much worse. Its launch was horrible with the in the financial state. So yeah, I think 
they the handhelds might not be the thing um soon and mobile will definitely take over handheld soon so if the switch fails and their only choice is mobile and yeah that's might not we've be already good. seen how bad they do with mobile games yeah Miitomo was good i'm pretty sure i think many people liked it Super Mario Run in the in the Australian iTunes in the Australian App Store has like an average of two and a half stars of reviews. <laughs> People are loving that, aren't they? I don't get what's wrong with the game. I like the game. The only thing I hate is that the world tour is so easy. I you know the one thing I really hate about it. What? Where's the Android version, guys? Yeah, but. The Android version's coming out soon. Nintendo said it's coming out. I'm pretty sure there have been pre that pre-order notifying thing on the Google Play Store now, so it's definitely in development. I'm pretty sure they have the pre-order thing up. I'm not completely sure about that, but I think it is because I don't have an Android device. I don't use one. I use a an iPad uh, 4 Retina and an iPhone 5s. Those are my main devices and a laptop which is not uh android so uh yeah uh, what's his combatelfrunner.exe okay um so um <laughs> well okay but um what my what was i gonna say to you well <laughs> i can't remember what i was gonna say now okay oh. well, that's well that's great um, they say the well, battery life. Oh, so yeah, you continue. <laughs> okay, okay. The battery life of the Nintendo Switch is gonna be, depending on the how tense of the game is, yeah. from two and a half hours, which is pretty crap, to so about that's six rubbish. and a half hours, which is two and a half hours is rubbish. Um, and um, to up six and a half hours, which is alright, I guess. <laughs> mm. So. Yeah, as I said, depending on the game you're playing, if it has heavy graphics, if it has crap graphics, so on, the battery life can vary, but they have tested the battery and they say it will vary from two and a half hours to six and a half hours. So, yeah, just like um, Melon said, just depending on how much resources the software will take up of your system resources. I don't know why they didn't give us like milliamp hours or anything, because then we could kind of figure out it for ourselves. Like less and less companies are actually giving aren't are actually not giving the milliamp hour rating the battery and say, oh yeah, it's gonna be about this. They could <laughs> come on. Yeah, um, the Wii's gamepad battery life was three and a half hours. And many people, <laughs> many people were unimpressed with that. Many people were not happy about that. Um, and you might be saying, oh, well, you only need to play like three and a half hours of Wii U every day. How about you go outside and get some bloody fresh air? Well, and the thing is, let's say you play the Wii U for like one and a half hours um, for one day. And then the next day... You, you might think, hey, I'll get two and a half hours of gameplay, but no, for some reason, overnight, the Wii U gamepad battery just decreases a little bit, and then it, and then the next day when you use your Wii U, the gamepad battery life just goes down faster than it usually should. So really, if you're just using not using the Wii U for three and a half hours every day, the battery life is like, what, two and a half hours? Three hours? Um, 
as you know, um, as you probably know, and as many people probably know, you can buy an extended battery for like 10 hours, that's on Nintendo's website, it's like 50 USD or something like that, but it's for like 10 hours and stuff, so, like, that's an improvement, but that 10 hour battery should have come with the console or something like that. I think it's 10 hours, it might be uh, 8, really uh, eight hours, I don't know. Well, um, have we covered everything? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've covered basically everything we need to. We haven't talked about the uh, HD rumble on the Joy-Con. But no one really cares for motion control, so I think yeah, if you really true. want to check it out, um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave a link in the uh, description, but apart from that, whatever. HD so, rumble is basically where you can feel things um, on the Joy-Con. The, the example they used in a Switch presentation was I can feel ice cubes colliding in a cup when I shake it and I can feel water filling in, I can feel multiple ice cubes coming in so that's basically what the HD rumble is and they said Okay, here you go, here you go, the best coverage Yeah, Okay, yeah. so I hope you enjoyed the first episode of The Melon Speaks um, be sure to like it, upvote it whatever, whatever your um, um whether it's on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and me, whatever, I don't care. Just do something that that sh that sh that shares it. Okay, just do something. Okay, do something. <laughs> just, just, um, do something. Yeah, do just, something just do something. Do nice. something with your. Just do something. Even if you is nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. In all seriousness, though, um, be sure to um subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to um the Yellow Polar Bear YouTube.com/slash/TheYellowPolarBear or vid.me/slash/TheYellowPolarBear if you prefer. Yep. Um. And um, I I'm at vid.me slash melon or youtube.com slash TheRoundTheMelonYT. Anyways, um... Don't I'll forget to check out my podcast, TYPP Podcast. It's also on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, Podcast. Check it out, soundcloud.com slash TYPP Podcast. Okay. Um, thanks, everyone.